0: You are in the perfect place at the divine time to be touched by a horse. Here's your hosts, Melissa Pierce and Dane Cheek.
1: Hey everybody, this is Melissa and today Dane is not with me. He will be back. We are taking a pause from that so that I have an opportunity to interview one of my very new certified practitioners who is going to be a rock star. We're very excited for you to meet her, Miss Brittany Purcell. Brittany, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You bet. Absolutely. So it's exciting when you guys first kind of come out of the nest. You have a lot of experience yourself in business and being a working mom and a number of things that are going to be sort of your focus and forte for your practice, correct?
2: Yeah. I, You know, in my short number of years on the planet, I've had a lot of experience in both the good things that come along with business and being a mom and also the rough things and yeah. everything from trauma and drug addiction in our family and all kinds of different things.
1: Right. And just the average everyday stress of being a mom and wanting to be the best mom we could be, but then also owning our own business because a business is a baby too. And it takes a lot of effort as well. And balancing those two can be uh, definitely a challenge. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit in this podcast. I want people to understand, first of all, where to find you. So your.com, your website is a wild yes. And where are you located, Brittany.
2: I am in Commerce, Georgia, which is about 30 minutes outside of Athens or an hour and a half north of Atlanta. Nice.
1: Yeah. So if somebody flew in to see you, they'd most likely fly into Atlanta and then yes. really pretty part of the country and then go on up to yours and they could stay at a and b or a hotel or something, you know, close to you or in Atlanta itself. Atlanta's got a lot to offer that city. That's for sure. I always say to people when I do these interviews, I want our listeners to understand that we have 300 practitioners across United States, Canada, and in several countries in the world. So I don't encourage people necessarily to choose our practitioners by geographic location only. There are times in which you meet somebody like this through our podcast or something else and you think, I think that person would get me. And how this work works is so efficient. So, just as an example, you would fly into Atlanta, uh, you would have a session that afternoon with Brittany. I guarantee you she'd give you a lot to ponder on. You'd go back to your hotel, have dinner, be away. The next morning, go in for another late morning session. And then that afternoon, after a nice break in the middle of the day, one more session. And you could fly home that night or go play in, in the uh, Georgia area. So that's when your life changes, is really doing those three deep process sessions with a practitioner everything shifts. So that is one way you access you know, any of our practitioners. But today we're talking with Brittany Purcell, a wild love coaching. Now, Brittany, I, as you know, have done trauma-informed training with you and with all of the students. So do you feel or have you felt that right after graduating and you get with a client, were you surprised you really do know what to do?
2: Yeah. With, with quite a few years of <laughs> coaching in business, you know, under my belt, I, I know what it's like to guide and mentor and coach people. When you gave me the tools for Gestalt, that it, it really just lifted the whole lid off of every session that I've ever had the blessing of doing because you just see such rapid nice. growth and change and awareness in people. And yeah, I was really surprised how quickly we got to the root of issues. That's great. That's great.
1: You bet. And in your in your tradi- more traditional business coaching, it might be clients that, you know, coach with you on a very regular basis over a long period of time which business coaching is developmental and it often takes that cuz you get your assignment from your coach and you're working on creating that and then you get sort of the next hit and and go on. So I'm a big fan of anybody owning a business, a tiny small business or a large business, always 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 having a business coach by their side because you never know what's coming up. That coach is the person you can turn to to say uh, I think I have to let an employee go and I'm having a hard time. And they, they really walk you through everything that's going on. And then in addition to that, Brittany has this training under her belt. So she might be able to say, hmm, seems like this is even harder for you than for some of my other clients. Let's talk about what might be behind that. And the unfinished business in Gestalt can be such a surprise to the client. They're struggling with needing to let go an employee that is not a fit and is not working out for them. And they're struggling more, more overreactively, possibly because they watched their mom and heard their mom struggle with her friends in front of them about the divorce she was going to ask dad for. And we are affected by those things. Might have been a little kid over listening and listening to stuff you weren't supposed to hear, but it's inside there and very unfinished. And it affects how 30 years later we're acting in business. So it's, it's a fascinating concept, you know, in Gestalt. I'm so glad that's, that's something you're able to add in. So ideally for you, if you were to say, these are the clients that I know I am best equipped to you know, rock their world. Who are you looking for? Ideally, who would it be in our listening audience?
2: Ideally, it would be working moms or mom entrepreneurs. Uh, they're strung out, they're tired, they're stretched thin. They tend to be top performers. They tend to have really high expectations on themselves. And oftentimes, they've hit either a ceiling or a limit, so to speak, and they can't really put logic to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe they've lost their joy. You know that—that's another thing. Is
1: yeah, they—they're uh, just
2: not having fun doing the things anymore and can't really yeah. figure out a way through or what's next. So that's my right. target audience. And I've I've always thought and believed that our business is a reflection of who we are and our upbringing and our whether that be trauma or, or the wonderful things in our lives. You know, we've got a, a lot of that and we carry right. it with us. And a lot of times these business women, they don't realize what's holding them back. There's a fog that's keeping them from seeing the light and they don't exactly know what it is until somebody from the outside helps them uncover it. And I would really love to lift the fog for those people.
1: Yeah, I love the way you're saying that. That's so true. A Fog does describe it. And so many of uh, today's businesswomen are are women that could not do the corporate run and break the glass ceiling. So they went into business for themselves and an awful lot of them are also single moms. Mm-hmm. So they're a mother, they're a single mom balancing it all and their business. And I don't know as a coach where you come down on this, but whenever I'd have a businesswoman, as you and I are talking about, really say, Oh, I just feel so out of balance. I, I would think, well, let's get rid of that first thing because there's no such thing as perfect balance when you're doing all that. It is a teeter-totter. It's yep. going to go back and forth.
2: yeah <laughs> Do you kind of help them with that? I Yeah, I see it almost like a pendulum. You know, you're saying teeter-totter, I'm saying pendulum. I yeah. Sometimes depending on what our goals are in each area of our lives, sometimes we need to swing in one direction and maybe it's time to swing yep. back in the other direction because we got a little out of balance. Yeah. Only in balance for a minute, anyway. But it's nice to have somebody (laughs) by your side to help you figure out what are my priorities. What does make right. me happy? What what life am I trying to build here?
1: And that it is okay if it's out of balance one direction or the other for a period of time. That, you know, yeah. that, like you said, that perfectionism never gets any of us ahead, right? It, it is a right. very difficult thing. I have always been in business for myself as an entrepreneur, as you know, and raising all three of my kids and went through a divorce early on, went through the death of my daughter, went through all these different things. You could say, we can say on this, podcast yeah a single mom so people picture this mom with these kids whatever age the kids are doesn't matter they don't stop being part of our world even when they're out of the house and grown and a business that doesn't sound that hard until you get into the nitty-gritty of what that really means because that means available for everybody's schedule on both sides that means in a good mood and sane for both (laughs) both sides of that that teeter-totter right it is it is not possible. Let yeah. go, let go, let go, go in the flow. I like the way you're saying it, lift that fog, find your joy and flow between all things that are coming in there. How do you, or have you learned a good way to encourage business women who are also moms find self-care time? Cause coaching is self-care in my book. Coaching is self-care. It is about having that person that really hears you. So how do you talk to businesswomen who say, I'd love to have a coach. I don't have time to have a coach. Hmm.
2: That's an excellent question. It really is because it, it occurs behind the scenes more than we even realize. Sometimes we don't even hear it. They just don't mm-hmm. sign up because they can't figure out where they're going to find the time or the money. And what I have found with working women, whether they're single mothers or they're not, if they're married, remarried, blended families, all of the above, what I have found is women love their people and they care so much for their people and they pour into Mm -hmm. their children and their spouse and their business partners and they pour and they pour and they pour and they pour. Part of the issue is... You keep pouring out of an empty Mm -hmm. cup. Absolutely. And eventually there's nothing left. And so when you're feeling that lack of joy or you're feeling that lack of clarity or you're feeling strung out or you lack of direction, what's actually happening is your cup is empty. And the thing that all of the people that love you need from you most right now is to fill up your cup. Yeah.
1: That's well said. I think that's very, very true. I've also, in addition to that, that is so, so true. Also been able to say to people, if money is stopping you and you own your own business, you need a coach even more because a coach will help you where you don't have to say that again. You don't have to say, oh, I don't have the money for this or for that or for this or for that, because that's the coach's job. Part of it is to have you really be able to focus better on what's going to be productive and the money stuff resolves itself. So, you Mm -hmm. know, or time, same thing. Oh, I don't have the time for a coach. That's really somebody that needs it more than anybody else because the coach helps them figure out what are the things I should be spending my time on so that I do have some free time. And usually we're so focused into our business, we don't realize how much it's sucking us dry. So I, I love your, cup metaphor and that that is definitely how how most business women do feel. So I think that you have, you are a mom yourself, so you come by this naturally. You are a businesswoman and have been a successful businesswoman for years, in addition to being a coach for others in business. You mentioned two words when we first came on air that I want to double back to, and those are grief and addiction. So I know the story of your life because I've had the honor of working with you and working through some of these issues for you personally. personally, but would you share a little bit, whatever you think might help a listener say, ah, here's my coach. She does know what I'm feeling and going through. So what would you be willing to share today?
2: Absolutely. Well, there's quite a bit behind there, so I'll keep it short. I, um, (laughs) I myself struggled with drug use and drug addiction early on. And through the grace of whatever powers that be, I somehow made it through without a ton of help. Over time, uh, I guess I got through on sheer willpower, honestly, and wanting a, a better life for myself, but I don't think that that happens for everybody. Um, I, I'm not blinded to that because my own brother, um, my baby brother, five years younger than me, just recently passed away and he succumbed to fentanyl and morphine um, after, a decades long battle with opioids, the ups, the downs, the sideways. And I, I not only processed my own stuff while he was alive in the grief of, of losing him, I've lived being the family member. Right. I've lived being the person who desperately wants the help more than the person addicted wants it. I've been there with him in his lowest moments and I was there with him in his highest moments. And, um, and I think that, uh, that addiction is, is grossly misunderstood and it's complicated and it's lonely. And, you know, if, if you are somebody listening that you have a family member and it's just, it's gut wrenching you right now and you're going to sleep praying every night that they're not in a ditch somewhere by tomorrow morning, I get you. I understand you.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do. You definitely do. And and the multi-layers that there are, because this was a deep loss for your children, it was a deep loss for your husband, for your other siblings, it is so uh, layered with different people that really need support. So thank you for sharing that. I know that's a private thing for you and for your family, but if there is someone out there listening, this is where I'm saying you could reach out to Brittany, maybe get a Zoom session or two to get the lay of the land, then make an appointment to fly into Atlanta, go see her and her horses on her farm, and give yourself that break of being able to process this so that you go home with your head on straight, your heart relieved, your anger dissipated, everything cleared out to start the next chapter of your life. It's so, so important for people to find that. And as we all know, no newsflash here, the opioid crisis is nationwide. It is everywhere. If it has not touched your life, you're very fortunate for that. But it touches our communities and everywhere that we are. And probably the most frightening thing is that people can think that they're simply bumming an opioid from somebody and get a fentanyl and lose their life instantly. So when my daughter, I don't know that I shared this with you, Brittany, but when my daughter was in the last throes of her life, she was in the hospital for 285 days with her organ transplants failing. And there was tremendous pain Mm -hmm. and fentanyl was the drug that she was placed on. And the fentanyl was a godsend. She's in a controlled environment in the hospital with it made in a pristine lab and prescribed by mm-hmm. doctors who are watching yeah. over her 24-7, right? Absolutely.
0: I mean, that's
1: the only way. It's not that fentanyl's an evil drug.
0: Yeah. It's that
1: some of this fentanyl's being made in a dirty garage somewhere just so somebody can make a buck. And yeah. they're not making sure it's okay. And, and it's it's a very, very sad thing. But such a serious uh, pharmaceutical and and terrible to see people that that fall into relying on it and uh, and abusing themselves for it thank you for sharing that so appreciate you
0: Touched by a Horse offers three comprehensive programs giving you the ability to have the career you've always dreamed about, working in partnership with the magic of horses. Our equine facilitator program provides you with the skills to build a thriving business hosting group experiences with horses.
1: I ask everybody who does an interview with me, did you have horses when you were a child?
2: I did not. I was exposed Aww. to horses. My grandmother <laughs> really made sure that um, she fed that, that little, I don't know, that dream. And uh, she bought me all the horse books yeah. and sent me to the horse camps and all of the things. Oh, but we sweet. did not have a horse until I was 31 years old.
1: Wow. So you really had to wait a lot of Christmas mornings, hoping you were going to get that pony.
2: <laughs> I really did. There. My parents were clear that it was not coming, but I tried everything. everything. Absolutely.
1: You and me both. You and me both. I think I must have been more manipulative or something because I got mine when I was 11, but oh my gosh. I mean, seriously, parents have a lot of good reasons, they think, for not getting a kid a horse, but truly, I will advocate for kids out there with their parents. The horse saved me from so much bad behavior. I think the reason I'm not joining you in the addiction conversation is I had horses. I always had horses. You had your addiction. I, yeah, I had my horse addiction, right? It was just
2: much <laughs> better, much better, much better.
1: For sure. So then you're 31. And today as an adult, you have your own farm and your own horses, right?
2: Yes. We have a farm full of these beautiful white horses, the Lipizzans. They're very rare and they are beautiful and amazing. And we also acquired a Gypsy Vanner who is just a gestalt queen. She is so happy to be doing the work. So
1: so I am sharing one of my addictions to you those did. gypsies with you.
2: you <laughs> That's did. for sure. That's for sure.
1: I always say they are one cell off the fairy re- realm, you know, some other realm in the world because they're very magical to work with. And Lipisoners are so intelligent. That's what I love about the Lipison breed is they're so savvy and so smart. So I would guess they're going to be great boundary teachers for your clients and really interactive with them in such a different way. And then the gypsy will come along and mop it all up and make sure their heart's okay and give them a hug. So. So that's a great combination, great combination. Well, that's exciting. I would want to come there And you have a group that is started and you need a few more
2: members for your group. So what do you need? Like another six members or so for your group? Yes, I need six more members of women who would like to to really heal, grow, find a, a sense of community and want to spend some time around horses and awesome babies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so interesting to me that, you know, when I started my career back in the dark ages, group was popular, but today not very many people understand what group is. So for our listeners, I did a recent podcast in August of 23 about what is the group process in length. You might want to double back and listen to that. But I do want to say anybody listening, you want to be in this group, such as Brittany is offering in her area there. It is a safe, sacred, confidential place to have community. And we all are craving community. We're craving that place we can check out for three hours on a whatever, on a Wednesday night or a Sunday afternoon that is solely yours to be really fully heard, understood, seen, to know you're doing something for your own stress level, your own heart health, to know that you're participating in assisting others. Because if you're one of 10 people in a group, your being there is, is truly benefiting nine other people. And that's such a great feeling to know you're doing something great with your life on top of that. So, group is another addiction, another healthy addiction for people, too. That's so, you team. have your four members, you're looking for the six. By the time this airs, however, I would guess you're down to two or three spots. So don't wait. Make sure you go to wildlovecoaching.com to find out more. Do you want to give a number out or anything, any other way for them to contact you? Or is through your website their best way?
2: The website is probably going to be the best way okay. for them to reach out
1: and you're checking that frequently. So that's great. Go to the contact us page and, and be sure that you check into that and see what it is. It's also extremely affordable for people. Group is usually a really uh, great way for people to do it. We have what's called borrowed benefit. How do you put in words, borrowed benefit? I taught you that phrase, but how do you put in words, your group members get borrowed benefit?
2: Borrowed benefit is, is to me when, Someone else is going through their work. They're, they're experiencing a piece of healing. And sometimes I may have brought the same thing with me to that session, or sometimes I didn't even know what was in there. And as they are healing, I'm healing at the same exact time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When they get their aha or their insight, it's often like, oh, that's another way to look at that that I also have. So it's a, it's an amazing alchemy, right? Of everybody's thoughts and, and care and energy and everything else in there. And of course that gypsy banner will be (laughs) there and present and ready to help people with it as well. Now, Atlanta, I have done retreats in the Atlanta area in January when they had a freaky winter ice storm. So that's my experience. I know in the summer it's hot, but you guys actually have really pretty moderate winter weather too, right? So you'll be able to do a lot of your work. Yeah. It's usually about 70 degrees
2: on yeah. Christmas. so <laughs> I know.
1: And I book a January retreat thinking, oh, this would be great. People will get down there into the 70s. And it was a number of years ago. And they had this, they were all walking around going, we don't know how to drive in this. We don't know how to dress it. We don't even know what to do.
2: And I'm like, well, It's probably the I'm, only one of those ice storms that has happened in the past 20 years. Century. You yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and I pick that week, right? But yeah, it's great. So really your group will be able to go all through the year and all through the winter. And I'm so excited for you for that. And when you attend a group like that, You go until it's no longer a fit for you. Then you tell Brittany, I I think I've got a job that time or I'm going to do something else or whatever, whatever reason somebody might step back, you go one more time to say goodbye and you're out. So it's not like you're signing onto a lifelong contract. But I will tell you, when I first started my business years ago, I did three groups right away. Two of those groups, members of that group met for five years. They loved it. It was their family outside their family. It was their safe space. It was their you know, where they could really be heard and understood. So it, uh, it becomes so important in people's lives. I think that's awesome that you're doing
2: that. I think we all think we're connecting on social media until you really feel connection in person. (laughs) And I, I think we're, you know, we're we're in a world where you don't even realize you're starving for it until you experience it. You are it. so
1: right. That's that's exactly the way people need to hear it and think about it because that whole social media is a whole nother topic, right? You and I need to do another podcast on that sometime. But you can say, oh, I have 275 friends. No. When you do a group and you sit with eight or nine other people who become people who care, then whatever you're facing, whether you're facing grief or a divorce or your kids are giving you trouble, whatever it is, they're really there for you. They really do follow it chapter by chapter by chapter. Back in the day, you know, people would be watching a show on TV because it was before streaming. And so if you missed it, you missed it. So if you were missing some chapter, you know, and it was so funny because people would say, I would never miss group because it's live and it's better than any of those shows on TV that we get hooked on and can't watch. Now we can stream them. So there's even less excuse for people. Now, I believe on your website, awildlovecoaching.com, that you have a free gift for people that go there and get involved in your programs and check it out. So what is your free gift on your website and where on your website do they find it?
2: So the free gift is an article that I wrote for three ways to reduce stress. These three things often surprise are working moms. And the way that you can find it is in the blogs or our recent articles right on that main page.
1: Nice. That's great. Well, what I know is you're probably going to draw press for yourself, girl. You're going to draw. I just know you're going to be sending me like, look, I was in this magazine. Look, I was in the newspaper. I know you are. And you have a huge bright successful career ahead you've already had such a strong background in coaching and what we gave you as we said before was all the gestalt impact to really take it to another level and i'm just really thrilled you know that you
2: did how
1: did you find out about my program to begin with
2: so funny story I actually had left the coaching company that I was in and promised myself not to make any major decisions for six months and to give myself the space (laughs) so that I wouldn't jump right into something. And I don't know what I Googled, Melissa, but I landed on your site. (laughs) And then I slowly... Followed you on Facebook. Then I realized I had a few friends connected. I interviewed the friends. They, of course, had nothing but amazing things to say about the program. And I said, well, that's great. I promised myself not to make any decisions for six months. So I guess I'll just sit on this. And I did. And I did. And I did. And I i think I've read every dang word on your website at this point. Uh, because I forced oh, wow. myself to wait and make sure that I really wanted to it. To wait, and then yeah. I I applied, and it has been absolutely life-altering for me and my family.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad that you did. I am so glad that you did. And I always love those stories because for everybody – It it does stop them in their tracks and turn them in another direction. And they remember, oh, I remember, you know, so yours is one of those ones from the divine. We don't do a lot of mass marketing. And so when I hear people are just Googling around and up we pop, I know that that was a nudge from the other Mm -hmm. side saying, yep, this is for you. (laughs) So that's really great. Really great. Well, I want to thank Hope Through Horses before I ask Brittany for closing words that she might want to say. HopeThroughHorses.com is a nonprofit that supports all things touched by a horse, and we'd appreciate it if you'd go to their website and check out what they do and in what way they do that for us. Um, They are a partial sponsor of this podcast, and we're very grateful to HopeThroughHorses.com. So Brittany, anything closing that you would want to say to our listeners or to me, but to our listeners that you feel would benefit them today?
2: I feel called to talk to people who are in grief, like I am and have been. I believe sometimes they do not reach out for help because they're, they don't want to let go of the person that they love and care about, um, that they're missing terribly. And I'd like to encourage you to understand that Gestalt is not about letting go of the person at all. It's about letting go of some of the pain, right, the hurt, the anger, and it opens up your heart to the beautiful memories and it allows you to hold on to the good stuff, the really, really good stuff. So if you've doubted it, yeah. stop doubting it and join me. Well said. Well said. Thank you.
1: It's true. Uh, grief takes our breath away. Grief sucks us under. And doing this work with it, I think, brings our loved ones closer, not further away. Yeah. So it it is absolutely accurate. Let go of the pain, but keep and retain the person close to your heart. Thank you for this beautiful interview, Miss Brittany. I so appreciate you. And I want to have you back on again uh, when you've gotten your business really rocking and rolling to hear about all the wonderful things that happen in your group. And I know next summer, you're going to be heading into having some retreats. So people are going to be really interested in coming to your farm, meeting your beautiful Lipizzaners. If you don't know what a Lipizzaner does, they're the ballet dancing white horses. They're just amazing. And her gorgeous gypsy vanner. So that's fun. (laughs) <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much, Brittany. Have a Thank great you. day. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll see you again soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the Touched by a Horse podcast. If you'd like more information about anything we've talked about on the show today or our certification program, please visit our website at touchedbyahorse.com. That's touchedbyahorse.com or contact our office by phone at 303 303- Also, be sure to keep up with us on social media. We're at Touched by a Horse on both Facebook and Instagram. See you around the barn and on the next episode.